I got another operation. I think you're going to like it. Remember, man, it ain't over till you're dead. This is Seriously Seagal. Ooh, yeah. Welcome to Seriously Seagal, episode eight. We are talking about Maximum Conviction, the 2012 film kind of featuring Steven Seagal and a lot of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'd say it's more of a Stone Cold vehicle. Mm-hmm. He's pretty great at it. Yeah, yeah he I thoroughly ass. enjoyed Stone Cold. I enjoyed the heck out of Stone Cold today. I'm a, joined, as always, by an elite squadron of ex-CIA and military <laughs> counteroperatives or something. <laughs> that Wearing are introduced bl- and disappear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wearing his blanket in a different way than he usually is. It's my man Flav, a.k.a. the brown man. This movie make me want to go back to prison. <laughs> No, actually, I've never went back to prison. Okay, very nice. Interesting. Manning the ones and twos, as always, Mr. Smitty. How we doing? How we doing? Very good. It's a beautiful day because we have our very first guest on the Seriously Seagal podcast. Oh, Oh, goodness. He's a a Boston comedic legend. His name is Matt Kona. It's good to be here. <laughs> I don't know what voice I was doing. I was trying to go for <laughs> Gruff Seagal, but uh, thank yeah. you. It's thank good you to guys. be here. It's good to be here. Yeah, you, guys oh have, you guys have a lot more experience doing impressions of Seagal than I do. I <laughs> thought Raj was interpreting Seagal's words at a rate that seemed impossible today. <laughs> <laughs> he discovered that he was reading from a transcript. <laughs> <laughs> and we were wondering I what caught what that <laughs> right on. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I thought Raj had just become the Seagal whisperer from seeing all these movies. <laughs> no, it's not possible. He was like the Seagal stenographer. <laughs> yeah. It's like what, read back what we just said? We, we were in the court of, S- of of the Honorable Stephen Seagal today. I mean, we were always in the ballpark. <laughs> there was a, r- you know, rough idea of what he was saying. I had no clue. Gruff okay. idea. I, oh my but you're goodness. a bear, so that's... It was a gruff idea. Kona, what's your Seagal history? Ooh, good question. Well, I... I was a big video rental fan mm-hmm. uh, as a kid, of course, of course. and there, it, there, in fact, there, there was one summer where I wrote down every movie that I rented, bought, or saw at the movies, and it was a real weird collection from like <laughs> 1997 or something. Oh man, that's a great year for that. Seagal. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, do you still have that list anywhere? It's somewhere because I saw it recently because one of my comedic projects, and I've only done one, but I've got a couple coming up i don't know when this will come out but where i did yards i'm trying to dehoard my life and mm-hmm. i've got a lot of relics right. from the past you got some nice. stuff yeah and i got a lot of sentimental shit which i couldn't <laughs> you know sell at a yard sale but i think it would be fun to to give to people so what i'm gonna do is have a show and um it's gonna be there's gonna be two shows at improv boston and central square in central square and if you buy a ticket early, you'll get this big box of my old junk. You're so giving away your stuff. I'm going to give away oh a bunch God. of uh, my Let stuff. Let me know when tickets go on sale. <laughs> yeah. Because I want a box of Matt Kona's things. <laughs> and yeah, they'll be handcrafted, so to speak. Um, yeah. One of those dates coming up sometime in February. Or they were in February. <laughs> or they were in February. <laughs> it's called, possible. It's yes. called Yard Sale Show. Well, but there will be some sort of YouTube. Uh, nice. Docu- nice. documentation of it as well. Uh, February 24th is a Wednesday, and it's at the Comedy Lab, but also, um, there's a Friday one. Oh, yeah, March 5th, or March 4th. And that's for the Yard Sale Show? Yes. And if you buy a ticket early, you get some Matt Kona official stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So find me. Do you have, like, a DVD of Deep Impact, or a VHS of Deep Impact, or Volcano? <laughs> <laughs> or Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Well, I do have a long history with the movie Volcano. <laughs> I was a Dante's Peak guy, okay. all right? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you gotta choose. You're either a Deep Impact or an Armageddon, <laughs> or you're a Dante's Peak, <laughs> you're a Volcano. But I was Daylight with Sly Stallone kind of guy, but... All right, I'll try to keep... I'll, I'll keep this story fairly brief before we dive into things, but... Uh, before the internet, I was a rock music fan, and my, my cousin uh, Deanna was, too. And she came over to my house for some birthday party or something, and she said, I heard that, that Soundgarden broke up. And I was like, well, I haven't heard that, so I put it on MTV, and MTV Jams was on, so we couldn't know. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll call up the local radio station, WBCN, mm-hmm. and they'll know. And so I called up, and it's ringing. And then the voice on the other end goes, all right, you're calling number 12. Hang on, we'll get your information. 
and they put me on hold. And I was like, I wasn't even listening to the radio, but I just called in and won a contest. I was. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to know if Soundgarden broke up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and they're, then they they're like, okay, all right, what's your name and address? And I, and I gave them everything, and then I just didn't ask. So my cousin <laughs> is watching me call up to find out why Soundgarden broke up, and then I'm just giving personal information. And I hung up the phone. I'm like, I yeah. I won something. <laughs> She's like, what'd you win? I go, I don't know. He was talking really <laughs> fast. He said, I thought that he said the word volcano. So I thought I won tickets to see the band, the Volcano Girls, because they were, I don't know. I think they, they were a, a band. Yeah. They were a band I've still to this day never heard, but heard of. <laughs> and so I waited. And uh, the next week, I get an, just a regular envelope, and it has two yellow, or sorry, two orange pieces of paper that were uh, in invitation to a party in honor of the movie Volcano. A at, party in honor of the movie. At the Hard Rock Cafe in Boston. Yeah, not nice. tickets to see the movie. It was just a party celebrating the release of the movie. So we go there. Is Don Cheadle there? No. <laughs> I have... All right. Hang on. Let me... Sorry. I'm almost <laughs> wrapping up. We, we take me and my friend Richie. Rich Bushy. Richie. He's, the, he's, he's the funniest dude I know who's never done comedy, but... He, him and I took the commuter rail, and my first time going to Boston by myself, well, you know, without a parent, too. And for Volcano, yeah, <laughs> to go to the Hard Rock Cafe, which I thought was, you know, real serious business. That's where we got some good mac and cheese at the yeah. Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> I'd never been to one, I just knew I'm like, well, this is where all the rock stars hang nice. out. So, yeah, no, you know, I've been to just one like, in Baltimore, just one like in all Las the Vegas celebrities dying at Planet Hollywood, <laughs> one in Orlando, one in. <laughs> California. Do you have a One shirt from all of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my Korea. God. Yeah. I love this is this is a fun thing to do. Hard Rock Cafe is what I'm trying to say. The next time you see someone that's wearing a Hard Rock Cafe shirt, say, "Oh, where'd you get that?" And then, <laughs> and so I did that to someone who's like, "Oh, at a thrift store." I go, "Ah, my first guess would have been." The Hard Rock Cafe, <laughs> Orlando, <laughs> and wherever. <laughs> and then just go off on the list of all. <laughs> My yeah, next yeah. guess would have been the no, Hard but because it usually says it. Yeah. So you're at the Hard so Rock Cafe. No, no, we're not there. We're on the commuter rail to the Hard Rock Cafe, oh, and it stalls out before we get into Boston oh, on the elevated track. So there's nothing on either oh, side geez. of us. <laughs> so we're just in midair, stuck for a half an hour <laughs> on the commuter rail. It, it, finally, it we it gets moving, and we get there half an hour late. So we don't even need our fucking tickets to go in right. <laughs> because they're just like a, it had already started. And it was just like a shitty buffet, and then they would give away various things. Like they gave away tickets to the movie, and <laughs> and they also gave away uh, mouse pads and T-shirts. Sick. So <laughs> I, I got a shiny Prismy Volcano mouse pad. There you oh. go. And yeah. and then like as they're leaving, you know, we still have hours to kill because w- our commuter rail train's not coming in a Saturday, so it's running less frequently. So there's these giant posters of the movie, and we're like, can we just take these? And then uh, th- th- we asked the the guy who was hosting it, who was a DJ, and and he's like, yeah, you can take those kids. And if anyone gives you any shit, tell them Chachi says it's okay. Oh, yeah. Chachi. Chachi LePret. Chachi LePret. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Chachi. Goddamn oh, right. Classic, well. So I took it. And I, I think I still have mine because I made a real weird collage on the back of it. And uh, my friend Richie took mushrooms alone in his room and just f- covered the back of it in a highlighter. So Beautiful. Nice. Written words in highlighter. Oh. It's a giant thing. Yeah. So. Trippy. There we go. That's my. When you said volcano. you got and I've still to this day never seen the movie Volcano. <laughs> <That's great>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have seen. I did yep. see Dante's Peak in theaters. Oh, nice. Ross Me too. Nice. So was oh, a Dante's Peak kid. Yeah. Nice. When you got stuck on the elevated platform, I thought it was going to be the beginning of a shitty '90s disaster movie. <laughs> <laughs> on on the T. <laughs> <laughs> on the T. The Stalin oh, of Pelham One. Matt Kona is going to find out. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Maximum right. conviction. 2012. Oh. We just finished watching this movie. Oh, we oh, had a pretty good time. I loved it. It was it was not bad. This was um, for 2012. What? Not bad. We've had some serious stinkers on this uh, show. So, I mean, what this was at least was fairly action packed. Which one was the one that we hated the most? Pistol whipped. Pistol That's whipped. Oh, oh, yeah, so that was so terrible. Terrible. this one was way better than that. Yeah. There were. It was just a lot of action and a lot of elite squads facing off against each other. It took it took a little bit for things to pick up. I thought in the beginning it was a little bit slow, but like 
Well, that's because you're used to Steven Seagal movies just starting off with like somebody just getting shot in the face and an explosion, and you're like, oh, well, here we are. Well, the beginning of this reminded me a lot of Pistol Whipped in terms of the credits. Can I ask a question about Pistol Whip? Sure. I, 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 I didn't know we had to see that. No, I didn't. watch all of you them. You haven't released any episodes at the time of this recording, so I couldn't have gone back and done my exactly. homework. No, Pistol Whip, first of all, it's it's not a f- even a fatal blow. It's just a real... You would think most people get Pistol Whip. Anyone? Yeah, no. it doesn't even happen in the movie. But maybe... Oh, that's... Well, my question was going to be, was his character... Pistol whipped in his past, and that turned him into such an no. It had nothing guy. to mm-hmm. do with pistol whipping. They were just like, "Oh, this is a cool badass like phrase." And there was, was not there was a not single pistol, pistol whipping. Just in the like movie. no, I think there you have to pistol whip someone out of a helicopter to justify calling your movie pistol whipped. Yeah, yeah. there's not a single yeah. pistol whip in that movie. Damn. Maximum conviction, however, <laughs> is about a prison. Is about a prison convicts, and it also features two men. Of great <laughs> conviction. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> Both right. named Steve. Steven Seagal, who is, again, barely in this movie at oh, all. Yeah. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, Man, who is Steven just killing it constantly. Ready hey. <laughs> Sorry, that's my... I just did a uh, Steve and Steve impression. What? That's really good. What? Uh, they both are gruff. We were, I was, I was hey remarking man. early. Hey, man. Oh Steve man. Austin is loud gruff, and Steven Seagal it's is cool. nearly inaudible gruff. Inaudible gruff. So many whispers. He does sound like the last days of Miles Davis at this point. <laughs> it is just, it's terrible. It's too much. Oh Which starts with them, and pr- they're decommissioning a military prison t- to become something else. It's almost like a they're black m- site, though. Yeah, it's like, it is. It, it's like a Guantanamo Bay kind of yeah. thing. That that's why the pol- local police don't intervene at any point. They don't know where <laughs> that's, that's a good point. point. That's a very that's good a point. That's very, very <laughs> fair, think about fair, that. Fair. <laughs> yep. But they're going from this black site to a, a regular... Um, government site to process the prisoners. Exactly. But Seagal has two special prisoners in there that he had signed in and it's made very clear early on by the warden who just kind of hands down all the exposition of the movie. (laughs) You guys have to stick around until all the prisoners are out of here. Nothing bad's going to happen. Don't worry. And of course, things go terribly wrong. Things go seriously haywire. (laughs) Can we get to uh? Can we get to our first segment right sure. now? Sure. Actually, can what we go to the, wh- the Keith David non Seagal MVP? Oh boy! Non-Segal. See, Here that's funny is. that the MVP is the first segment, right? Exactly. Well, we switch it up. We sometimes switch it up. We might go to Flavors of the World at some point too. Keith David non Seagal MVP. Oh yeah. I'm Keith B. David Williams for the Keith B. David MVP. Well, the MVP is a good way to get to know some of our characters too. I would like to say my MVP, uh, and it seems like we knew him so very long ago at this point, is the garbage kid. What? Oh, the man, g- right at the beginning. The garbage kid? The garbage kid. <laughs> I don't even... The guy with Stone Cold's like, why don't you go do this, do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's the guy who's dri- driving the garbage <laughs> truck that says Troy on it and yeah. features a oh horse God. into oh the yeah. prison, which is pretty clear it's what's like, going to oh, happen Oh, what's inside point. of that? Yeah, I think any... <laughs> If Stone Cold's character was maybe a little more literate, he would have figured out that this is clearly a ploy. <laughs> and who's the guy who's sending mercenaries in, in a garbage truck and says, hey, let's paint a horse on it and write Troy uh, on Yeah, it. right, yeah. Like, you know, Basically just in like case somebody figures <laughs> that <laughs> But this kid has to kind of play dumb for a while with Stone Cold. Is Stone Cold is playing the role of an ex-CIA agent who also seems to be the janitor. He's the facilities manager. Stone Cold, Stone Cold is really the P-Bear of this movie. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> and P-bear. Steven Seagal is undoubtedly the brown man. Yes, because Steven Seagal spends half the movie not in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like off on unrelated tasks. <laughs> um, but I really liked how this kid was playing it really dumb with Stone Cold and the Kay. scenes with Stone Cold down in the uh, the steam room. Yeah, we're pretty great trying to fix the garbage truck. He he got his in the end though, which was nice. Yeah, there was a g- that that guy also had like we'll a pretty we'll major. We'll uh, get to that later. Pretty major death. That was yeah. that was pretty fantastic. But I enjoyed how quizzical. I was wondering, was he actually freaked out by Stone Cold? Because then then right after the mercenaries show up, he's he's playing it very cool. Yeah, he's like that. F- a bald asshole got away. No <laughs> offense, you know, talking to uh, his main guy Collins, who is also bald. Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh, I, I that was right. a great line. That was mm-hmm. yeah, good exchange. Because 
I think. Do you think that was improvised <laughs> because he didn't know that the the actor <laughs> that played <laughs> Collins yeah. Yeah. was going to be bald? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, whoops! Oh, <laughs> please say no offense. <laughs> they, he should have said none taken. My asshole's hairy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so the garbage kid is my non Seagal MVP. For playing it up and also getting Steve uh, Steve Austin to keep his head in the garbage truck for an, maybe thirty minutes of movie time. Yeah, seeing yeah. at wires in real time. That was probably like three or four hours too. <laughs> yes. What yeah, the they they did on? bend the time continuum a bit. I mean, I guess yeah, they they prefaced it that it would take a so while. So basically, Seagal leaves. And goes to like he meets his buddies at a club, and then they talk about it. He's like, oh, "I'm gonna need you guys to come in for some support later on." And then he like drives back. Probably as Raj said, went to Wendy's. Maybe went to you know did some shopping on the way he, back. He definitely but went to the mall because yeah. he went to Sunglasses Hut and <laughs> he Lids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he brought an outfit, and it must have been in his pocket because later in the movie he My, just switches yeah. to. I it. saw some Auntie Anne's crumbs on him too. <laughs> some cinnamon sugar dust. Let's go to Raj's non Seagal MVP. My non Seagal MVP is not even featured in the movie, but it's the customer sales associate that helps Stephen. Expedite his <laughs> process and get back to the prison <laughs> because he clearly did several different kinds He's of changes. changing his cell phone plan and stuff <laughs> yeah, exactly. while the I prison mean, is under attack by mercy. Under attack by I think he just kept seeing deals for different things and going back. <laughs> he had different hat, different clothes, new sunshades. And he got that that camo front backpack, like a vest, the p vest. vest. That's a, yeah, he got. I the do P-bear wear a vest, vest that looks like that. Yeah, it looked like it wanted to be overalls, mm. like it wanted to expand and cover his legs. <laughs> it was and stretching camo. and yearning. Oh yes, because that's my MVP. Maybe it was the backpack <laughs> vest. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. What is your MVP, Connor, or who? I'll go last. Uh, okay. okay, Mr. Yeah. Smitty, hit us with uh, the MVP. Mine's not that interesting, or it's pretty obvious. It well, the that, obvious thank God I'm going it's last to save it then. Stone right? Cold. No, Stone Cold uh, is yeah, the somebody MVP had to pick movie. MVP yeah. of the movie. Really, he, he's pretty yeah. no great. doubt about his, it. His action scenes are really fun. He uses a lot of props to kill yep. people. Good one-liners. And he swears so casually. I didn't. I, I. I wanted to keep track of the amount of swears said in the movie because yeah. sometimes, like, they they just are added. Willy nilly, yeah. <laughs> Thirty-two, and I probably missed oh, a few. Wow. You counted wow. the swears? Yeah, I, I mean, swears? I, yeah, five, ten, fifteen. Nice. Holy shit, dude! That's Do you have shits versus fucks versus uh? I I should have son of a bitch. I didn't count ass. Ass was used a few times. What about times. damn? Do they use damn? I would that never. I would that. never count damn. Okay, cool. um, I didn't count prick well, my sense either. Did you say he prick? Let me use you would damn. count damn? He doesn't let me say damn when I teach. Oh really? No. Give me yeah, an example of how you would use damn if you. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, someone's like in I'm your damn you. so Sometimes, like, you guys get in this position, you're like, ah, damn it, like, my hand's stuck. Oh. He doesn't like. I mean, I sometimes get yeah. away with it, but he doesn't like it. I have to use dang it. I'll use dang. Dang it. He says it sets it's a bad res- example. It's all about respect. Why yeah. we, uh, you know, the dojo. My sensei is badass. Just like Seagal. I love you, sensei. It's all about respect. <laughs> I'm hoping by the eighth episode, my sensei is listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hoping that? I, cool. Yeah, I really well, am. well, finally he's been mentioned <laughs> yeah. to me. You know, give him a reason to say, "Hey, in one of the 2000 era Seagal film <laughs> episodes, <laughs> you will be mentioned in a positive light." Is it 2012's Maximum Conviction? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that would be his first question. Of <laughs> <Yes>. course, <laughs> yes. who's yeah. your non-Seagal MVP, uh, Connor? Well, I want to. I want a whole segment of in mm. a future episode of. Just Seagal in the 2000s, so <laughs> retrospective. <laughs> so watch his timeline, because also in the 2000s is when his cop show came out. Yes. Yep. Right. We're going to do a very special Lawman. episode. Of Officer Seagal. Lawman. Uh, Lawman. Louisiana. Well, my, no, my non-Seagal MVP is actually the bald asshole <laughs> that nice, was nice. not... Uh, not Collins. to be offended. That's yes. great. So it's the non-bald okay. asshole, Collins. The non-asshole bald. Guy. The main. He was an asshole though, but yeah. Yeah, he and was. he's also like the default screen we're staring at <laughs> yeah. uh, r- right now. But he looks like Rob Corddry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just always looked frustrated, and sometimes in in action movies, you see a character who's a bad guy and is holding people whose lives are. You know, fairly inconsequential sure. in terms of the main characters, and you wonder why does he just kill that guy? What's the use of? 
but this guy does. Exactly. He, he just closes <laughs> yeah, the he door does. on every potential. Hey, the the lunch lady that makes the burritos <laughs> mm-hmm. killed, who also is in the movie and not trying to leave, even though the power's been shut off. They're you know. She's what is she still doing up. there? I don't. Oh, so many questions. She making burritos still? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so no reason. To Collins also kills the guy who loves burritos. Who, so, yep. if we were if we were to make this movie, I would cast you as that guy, Raj, because at the beginning he's so smiley and happy, and he was just probably you know hanging out with the lunch lady eating her burritos. Hoagies and grass. Ask, ask me where I'm going after this podcast. Where are you going after this podcast? Going to get Raj? a burrito at Qdoba. Oh, nice. <laughs> I actually might shout out to Qdoba. You sponsor. coming with me? Sure. I love yeah, you. I love you, good. Sensei. I love you, Qdoba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just Raj's gratitude <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a new year. It's the first cigar for their new year, oh. 2016. Pepsi. So nice. Wendy's. Pepsi's. Oh, I love Pepsi so much, dude. <laughs> Especially their natural sugar kind. I also <laughs> want to give a shout out to the warden. Uh, Warden Nine Fingers in this movie. Oh my God, that guy! <laughs> the big why, why he was you, he was an idiot. Yeah, he was totally. You, you the waited to tell them I'll take you to the thing yes, right exactly. after they cut off your finger. Why wouldn't you have told them I'll take you to it before? First you're like I, I don't know, and then they cut off your finger, and you're like, wait, I'll take you there. Yeah. Like, I don't have a password. They it's already got your finger now. Like, like, they it, take his finger and then they don't even use it because he comes with <laughs> them. <laughs> And yeah. he uses his other hand, yeah. and he, like, hits them. This movie's a lot like Under Siege or Under Siege 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, they it's are under very siege. similar. Very similar. <laughs> the bad guys. Under siege. Did you say Under Siege or Under Siege? It's Under and what Siege. What is it? And, and also, this is, I a, say this is a behind that. You say Siege, siege. But you also say GIF, not GIF. Yeah, man. Is it GIF or GIF? I think it is actually it's, GIF. It's, it's graphical interf- interface Something okay. so, so graphical. Yes, I think it is GIF, GIF but I say GIF because because you're allergic cr- to peanut butter and you need. Some I love GIF, GIF, GIF man. I grew up on GIF, <laughs> smooth, not chunky. Yeah, <laughs> not chunky. Okay, I just want to finish the, my MVP thing. Yeah, Although sure. mistakenly, this when you think of why does he just kill that guy? There's something when human life is just thrown around so willy nilly. <laughs> it's so hilarious. For instance, the part where the guy comes back with the coffees mm-hmm. and he goes. Yep. Put the coffees down or I'll kill this guy. And the coffee <laughs> guy's reaction is, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he splashes the, like, the coffee. What? No. And then he <laughs> just kills the guy. He just shoots <laughs> him and then his brains are all over him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though that wasn't the M- That would be my co-MVP. The guy. <laughs> and guy? also, no, no, the guy who kills uh, <laughs> his friend who never wipes the blood off his oh, forehead yeah. the whole movie. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did that so you could always remember that he was that guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It, it, it was like his he was so unmemorable. Yeah. I was thinking uh, smooth and chunky would be a good name for Stone Cold and Steven Seagal because Stone Cold's head <laughs> is smooth yeah. and Seagal is chunky. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Seagal is chunky and he just keeps putting on layers in the movie. I bet this took like two years to film just to get their schedule so free. He, he's not near Stone Cold more than twice in this movie, in the filming they, of this movie. Yeah, they have like, Stone what, three scenes together? And one of them is just kind of green screened, listening to people talk <laughs> and just standing next to each other. You could tell they're like, oh, we need you together for 30 seconds. Get in front of a green screen while the warden explains to you what you're going to do in this movie. Right, right. And then they're like, oh, hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, not to plug uh, other podcasts, but s- s- I haven't listened in a while. Mm-hmm. But but Steve Austin has uh, a couple of podcasts. He, he has oh, a family-friendly nice. one that your sensei would like. Okay. And, and then he has uh, the, the, the Unleashed where he throws oh, shit. He th- where he throws f bombs more casually than he does in this movie, and um, I would love it. I don't think that Steven Seagal has been a guest. He wasn't when I was listening on the show. So maybe yeah. in the last year he's been on one. But it almost seems like Steve Austin is starring in this movie as a favor. Yes, <laughs> to st- or or like that's the only way that Steven Seagal will agree to be on his podcast. Seagal <laughs> is like outsourcing his action roles at this point. Yeah, you have to star in most of this movie for me. <laughs> oh hell yeah, son. <laughs> yeah. Get her done. Let's have a can beer. Of I'll snap some limbs. Oh, God damn. Speaking of Ooh, snap. Interesting segue that you just oh, made there, Mr. Kona, because shit. it is now time for Snapping with Mr. Smith. Snapping with Mr. Smith. All right. Well, we got some snaps today, that's for sure. Tell us about it, Smitty. Some controversial snaps today, right? There were some very... I agreed to let the theme song play. Kind of controversial snaps. You, you agreed to that, right? <laughs> With Mr. Smith. Yeah. Kona's jamming his piece. I know he's on my team. I'm like, 
I've always had this debate where I'm like, you should let the theme play and then go into the segment rather than just cut off the theme by going into the segment. Yeah, I mean, it is bed music a little bit. Well, all right, so we actually... Oh, it's segment. Let me start it. God damn it. So, you know, we had some decent snaps in this one. I wasn't... Mm. Our last few have been kind of disappointing, so I wasn't really expecting much, but I would say there's four good snaps in this one. Four solid snaps. Four solid snaps. Um, So the first one... There's a couple. Stone Cold... Stone Cold kills your garbage boy. Your garbage boy, your MVP, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a uh, he wraps a chain, chain around, around his, his neck. neck and snaps his neck. Yeah. Did Garbage Boy just have a chain chilling around his neck? No, I think like well, there was like Cold warehouse. That was like classic like like <laughs> boiler room accessories just lying around, as well as like things <laughs> to hide behind in a shootout. <laughs> yeah, Stone exactly. Cold's whole thing was like a hardcore match. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It, it reminded me of like you know a brawling back in the parking lot when they have all those things in like wrestling. And My whatnot. God! Yeah, the boiler room brawl between mankind and the Undertaker. <laughs> Reimagined so by Stone Cold. That and was Garbage our Boy. first one, and Duke then the um, when Seagal arrives at the prison after you know he's gone to the mall and his mm-hmm. guys' accessories and everything, <laughs> um, he g- he gives one of the guys outside kind of guarding the, the whole situation a, a nice arm snap. In that um, scene, does he give a fake name? Is he being coy in some way? Um, I, I don't couldn't remember, understand honestly. He, 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 he whispered used a his fake way excuse. It. He said that he was there for a, like a narcotics relief. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he was like, oh, I got word. There's like narcotics situation up here. And yeah. the mercenaries who have taken control of the prison say, hey, buddy, scram. Yeah. But once <laughs> it, they, Seagal is all constantly being underestimated his whole career, mm. and then he quickly dispatches two of these dudes. Yeah. What was the third snap? Third snap was when the prisoners escape, and he's oh, battling yeah. them. And oh, when he, he just what they total the, the bad guys just oh. let all the crazy prison guys who were just banging their heads against the door over yeah. food <laughs> for no real clear reason. <laughs> These prisoners are nuts. And they then deserve to be in Guantanamo Bay. And one of the doors opens, and Steven Seagal fights a giant, uh, huge black guy in in fisticuffs. Akimbo slice type. Yes. Yeah, very much so. But that arm break was serious. You saw the bone. It was like, oh. and they focused on it for like yeah. a good five seconds. That was, that was great. I'm going to do that to P-Bear later in a segment. Pretty brutal. <laughs> it's going to be great. Get ready for that, P-Bear. And okay. then um, the last one, there was a nip snack at, uh, neck snap at the end. I can't actually forget. I forget who it was on, though. I think it was when he was fighting those two dudes. Was it Seagal or was it no, Steve? No, it was a dude. It was a young guy who was fighting the two guys. Right? Was it oh, Steve yeah, or Steven? No, no, no. Rush it was a young right. mercenary. It was Seagal's um, like, young protege. It was young Steven Seagal. The cavalry, as I like to say. He's kind of like you, and Seagal is like your sensei. That's my sensei is in much better shape. <laughs> that that is true. Steven Seagal is not in yes, good shape in this. No, but your sensei doesn't need to wear a two. In terms of technical knowledge, though, sure. <laughs> Um, Wasn't there a snap? The first guy that Steven Seagal killed, he just casually snapped his neck like as he walked by him and did nothing else. There were a couple times where we were kind of like going to Smitty being, one hey, what, yeah. what do the judges think You know, on these neck snaps? But yeah. it, they weren't like, it was more like a, like just grabbing his hands and there would be like the cracking sounds mm-hmm. but like, like the hyper extension but then, but then like they would get up and it didn't seem like they were bothered because yeah. right. they it's just uh-huh. the Foley artist gone wild. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah. And so, in conclusion, four snaps. And the over-under, as always, is five and a half. Five and a half. <sighs> so so we for go all you betting again. in Vegas who take taking the under, congratulations. <laughs> I think we've gone under maybe <laughs> five episodes in a row or something now. Yeah, so if any of you uh, fans own Vegas, <laughs> bet on this pre-recorded, <laughs> pre-recorded podcast. podcast. Yeah, exactly. You they, knew they we would be watching. Yeah. Kona, these up. haven't been released yet. You should <laughs> go to Vegas and put some money down, bro. Hey, March 5th, I'll be there to see the uh, featherweight champion defeat the light. Wait, champion. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. I call otherwise. I think it's a bad move. A couple know. UFC. It's, uh, it's red panty night, baby. I <laughs> don't know about that. Over here. I think it's a bad move. Here's yeah. what I think. I think we should talk some neeks right oh, now. Oh, you ready to get your elbows snapped? Because uh, Kona, in, in addition to being a pro wrestling fan, also knows his MMA. Yeah, well. and I, I, I host, a co-host a, a podcast called the MMAniacs now. We have two episodes Check as of out. this recording. And last night we went to CES MMA in uh, Lincoln, Rhode Island. Oh, very nice. Yeah, we covered an event. We sat nice, on dude. the press row 
and we recorded ourselves the whole time. And as we were packing up, uh, my co-host Nick unplugged the rig before it was saved, so we got nothing. Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! Smitty would never do that. Oh man, no. <laughs> oh, my. that's a nightmare. So, MMA podcast host here. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I'm. That who, doesn't mean I'm. Who knows the sneaks? You want to hit that Neeks music? Talking Neeks with the brown man. <laughs> I just love how this is the theme for us. Yeah, man. So, as I predicted, there were some kicks in this movie. I have a feeling <laughs> from I watching Steven Seagal that I, I think when he gets like he bigger, he likes anyone. to use a couple kicks to try and prove that he's still like more in shape <laughs> and he can do stuff. <laughs> so he just like kicks a couple people every now and then. But they're always front kicks. You said that in the first. They're minute, like low hanging front <laughs> kicks where the camera like turns away really yes. quickly, so <laughs> like you don't see him like immediately drop his leg like right after and be like. Oh. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, you said he kicks to prove he's not fat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and he does. Hey, sometimes um, when you're in a knife fight, you gotta l- do a couple low kicks on the outside to wear them down. Yeah, there are some good control situations, um, hyperextensions that we were talking about that are on the borderline of snaps, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. don't count as snaps. It's more like using pain as a control mechanism. So. Nice, very technical stuff, though, when he's doing some finger locks that were happening there and some wrist locks in specific. Yes. Did you Smitty. notice when uh, he, he fights the like the huge prisoner in the beginning? Yes. When they have their brawl? Did you notice the kind of hold he had on his wrist when he like eventually brought him in yeah, and like, got I him did. control? What, what is... Uh, it's called a need on. I can do it to P Bear. <laughs> okay. I'm playing the role of the giant rapist prisoner. That's cool. So... Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> this is great podcast material for all okay. you guys you can see. Connor, you might want to just... Okay, I'll call it. I he's inverting the wrist. Speaking of the mic, Raj. So it starts out... Raj is really doing this to me Yeah, he is. It starts out with the hand down, elbow up. Yeah. And what happens is this part right here is kind of a pain mechanism right there. Right? You feel that pain a little bit? Yeah, I do. Okay, so then what happens is he inverts it up. Like this. Uh-huh. What happens is this Ooh, part keeps. Yep. So and if I were to he- use this, it's very tender. There. Oh my yeah. god. Oh yeah. Okay. So he <laughs> basically, <laughs> if, if he. So you can hold somebody there with a lot of pain. <laughs> uh, you can imagine. And if you can't and, and because I can't describe it, I'll just say in layman's terms, when you make your wrist like go limp, yeah, like a gooseneck, and then you're pulling down more on the front. While controlling the elbow. It hurts like a mofo, and I love it. Let's do another one. (laughs) The the main one, though, the main one was obviously the compound fracture bone through skin, which is actually not that technical. It was more of a... That's more just a... Yeah, it was more of a... Forceful. It it started out kind of technical where you expand kind of... Like, he had this guy like this, and you expand it back, because obviously the elbow doesn't bend this way, right? So he had it back. But then eventually he just kind of turned it and just, like... Oh, like okay. crowbarred it over right his over leg, which is not really that technical because somebody who's stronger is going to pull out of just a, uh, like a crowbar down. Right, here we go. This is a much better way. But since PBA is not, PBA right, is not paying cro- attention. Crowbarring my elbow. Here we go. We're just leg. gonna we're here just we gonna go. break it. <laughs> like I said, if you're not paying attention. Oh, dude. Oh my God! Ouch! <laughs> I've really <laughs> oh man. This podcast has not been good for my health. Through <laughs> eight episodes, I think I've broken two wrists and an elbow. <laughs> nice. And You're a quick, talk he- quick healer. <laughs> getting oh, that HGH yeah. from Peyton Manning or yeah, Ashley Manning. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of Stone Cold's sneaks in this movie? I thought they were great. Actually, I thought he had quite good fight moves. He, for some good he body uses throws. his body well. Yeah. He uses his body really well. I thought he had very sensible moves. For I, I was kind of expecting some WWE shit, but he kind of kept yeah. it like pretty tame. He did a like, few like hip throws and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he did some tosses that were very realistic for a street fight. So and I appreciated some punches that. and some getting punched in the face stuff. Yeah, I liked that. I liked the step on the neck and break your thing with a chain. That's pretty cool. And um, he did some kind of like Mr. Wizard uh, MacGyver stuff when he... Uh, Turn that propane tank into a rocket. By <laughs> oh yeah! Tanks. That <laughs> after being befuddled by the machinery of the truck for like an hour and a <laughs> yeah, half, right? Exactly. <laughs> he then <laughs> figures it all by out by sitting underneath mercenaries <laughs> for an hour and not realizing they're in there. That <laughs> was okay. Th- those are very two important points that I wanted to hit on in my sheet of craziness. All right. Yes. Uh, it is. I ha- I've just been rewatching. Okay, so I went to this. <laughs> I went and performed at this New England's 
Comic Con convention. Yeah. And the guy who played the Flash from the '90s TV show oh, was, shit. Was, was there. And uh, so I'm like, I used to love that show. And then Ken Ken Reed, who's a comedian and pop culture expert, is like, Oh yeah, you can get that on DVD for like ten bucks. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And, and I've been rewatching it, and they have old cheesy effects, and that's. That looked exactly <laughs> like an effect I would see on nineteen ninety era <laughs> the flash. The propane, tank the the propane awesome. flying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Barreling it was terrible. Guy. But it, it it looked like it was just uh, overall some really good neeks compared to the last few where it was just it was kinda tame. Sagal was good very technical in stuff. his short amount of time He's it looked actually pretty good and less lethargic than other movies around this time period. Yeah. Yes. And Stone Cold is freaking awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's surprisingly, you know, just some people surprise you. He was okay. Like even his acting wasn't like terrible. He threw some scalding Whatever. hot water on a dude. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Again, it's a hardcore fight down there. He opened a few cans of whoop no ass. No holds barred. Yeah. Um, there was no no holds barred. <laughs> and also the neeks of Seagal's student on the. Oh uh, my god, that was great taking on two armed team. dudes while your he other had some good kicks. Yeah, while your other like combatants are somewhere just. Shooting at somebody that are not the two people that are armed. They were gone for on. a <laughs> large section of the movie. Yeah, no, that was pretty great. I liked that he he didn't focus solely on like you got to start with somebody and like kind of like disorient them, and then you got to focus on the second guy who's now like that's been like other movies like mess that up. It'll be like one guy fighting one guy, and then like the other guy gets pulled from behind, and like you can't do that. You can't do. You gotta like. I loved it. I thought it was great. Whoever like did the did the choreo the martial arts choreography was great because. Very technical stuff, and then like and even in like the fighting, like the two fighting on one, like how they approached it was, I thought, very technical coming from like a martial artist's perspective. The kind of tactical stuff. Yeah, like how the guy jumped in the back and like dealt with the two armed man, like how he chose to deal with the first person, mm-hmm. push him aside after hurting him a little bit, and then immediately deal with the second person, damage him more, then go back to. The, I thought that was oh, like right, really he, smart the way when they he did was that. unarmed fighting. Yeah, yeah okay. I just thought that was, and then combine that with the other techniques that. I just broke your elbow with. I I thought it was really great. <laughs> I feel much better now. Actually. Yeah, you you're like Wolverine over there. I recovered <laughs> quite well. I just yeah. So whoever did the martial arts choreography did a good job. Because there's some that are just like pistol whip, for example. There are no. It's just like strikes or something. Legendarily, like that. So when you see some good wrist locks and joint locks, it's nice. It's good stuff. So also, Stone Cold. Here's just a, I have a problem. Stone Cold notices that the garbage guy's tag name tag doesn't match what he wrote on the. The manifest. The manifest. Yeah. So he's suspicious from the start, but he doesn't he figure doesn't, that out. Yeah, I, uh, that was one thing. I was like, oh, Seagal, I mean, uh, Stone Cold is totally onto this guy, but then, like, he wasn't. That's because his <laughs> partner was out shopping at the CVS. <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't confer with him and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Seagal's <laughs> buying at He was Forever like, well, 21. fuck, I mean, yeah. Stephen will be back in an hour, I guess. Oh, yeah. Scan all right, just let him in. Right. Yeah, I think uh, it was because... Right. Maybe, I don't know. Just let him in, I guess. What could go wrong? I think it's because uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin... His real name is Steve Williams, so he knows sometimes sometimes you got a they shoot name, sometimes you got your garbage driver name. Yes. I respect that, and son. Sometimes yeah, you got your knows, hooker name. <laughs> he knows all about Avery. They called him Stunning Steve Williams. You know. <laughs> the garbage oh, man. That was his original. Thing, right? yeah. Steve Williams is his, yeah. is his shoot name, as oh, he says. Which is it. one of my favorite things about listening to his podcast is he's, he occasionally will have his wife on, mm-hmm. and yeah. he just uses. Uh, wrestling slang like everyday thing really? yeah, and so he was they were talking about the movie American Sniper he goes yeah it's a shoot story <laughs> she's like what <laughs> he goes it's a shoot story <laughs> meaning it's a true story yeah and, and he's like American Sniper yeah it's a, sh- it's a shoot story it means true story <laughs> yeah. like, why the, the, the yeah. why would you use another yeah. you yeah shoot means true <laughs> it's like one it's syllable, syllable. It's, you don't save yeah. anything by saying yeah and uh, you're not talking to a wrestler who's traveling the roads yeah. or the Memphis Tennessee territory. but he did have some good uh, he did have some good quote we had some good quotes in general here you want to go to the one liners yeah, oh, why don't you take quotes. us over to the flaves faves yeah I'm sure everybody's got some good faves here, so I'm not gonna hog everything. But uh, Seagal, we've got one long. <laughs> was not a star of really saves. long one, dude. Oh man, you have a long one from Stone Cold. <laughs> no, from Steven Seagal, man. Oh my god, he's got like a freaking really long one, but he's got a couple other ones that are good. And uh, most but people I wouldn't pick this the as best a one-liner. One-liner though was from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah. 
What was it? It was definitely from Stoll's. So Sit it up. I <laughs> You're starting with the best. You got to uh, build up to it. Come on. What's the long one first? The, uh, man, the long one is not, it's not bad. None of these are bad. But um, uh, Well, man. the long one was probably bad because no one could well, understand it. Right, I'll start it. with the short one first. So the short one would be the first one that like really got to me was I realized that this was a P-Bear Brown Man situation happening when... <laughs> You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a little upset that he got brought out of his vacation to come do this with Steven Seagal. Was he on <laughs> vacation before this? Yeah, he was like doing something, and then Steven was like, "Thanks for coming in. Like, you'll be in vacation soon enough. Like, oh, blah man. blah. Like, in a couple of days. That's the inaudible stuff that oh, you couldn't God. hear. So <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be. He was just there to do Seagal a favor, and okay. like ended up doing everything for him. But Seagal was like very sincerely. He was like, "Man, when I want someone to cover my back, you're my man." <laughs> and I was like, damn, dude, like, <laughs> P-Bear, you my man. Exactly. We're, they're bros on a similar level yeah. to us. And then Steven promptly goes and leaves for an hour. Yeah, he leaves <laughs> and goes and gets a scrap of paper like, translated. Just like P-Bear and Brown, And ultimately, he didn't need to get that note translated because he no. wasn't solving any larger mystery. It did mystery not help at all. And no. the mercenaries attacked in that time period. So, I But after that, the one that got me was when, you know, Steven's with the two transport, uh, the females. And uh, <laughs> they come upon Stone Cold Steve Austin and the chick, you know, the eventual double cross chick is just like, oh, sure got some ugly janitors in here. <laughs> and just without missing a beat, Steve's just like, who let the hookers in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, <laughs> was was like, yes! that was really good. <laughs> like, that's awesome. I, I, like, I almost want to believe that that wasn't even scripted. <laughs> he was just like unaware of what was happening in the movie. And he was just like, who let these hookers in? They're like, let's keep it. Let's keep it. It's good, good stuff, it, Steve. It did rekindle the old janitors versus hookers rivalry. Oh, man. It's <laughs> as old as time. <laughs> I like that there was the sec- uh, the really sexy evil She's prisoner. So hot, dude. And then the more She's moderately so dressed uh, innocent prisoner. All right. Oh, so I'm going to get absolutely. into this long one. I'm going to go into character. All right. Raj's right. method usually with this kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. I went over your file. I've been in this game long enough to know that someone has phonied it up, which means probably someone wants you dead. If you listen to me, do what I say, I'll kill them before they kill you, you hear? Now, I don't exactly know how you fit in this picture. I'm assuming either you're with me or you're with them. The long and short is, do what I say, be smart, you'll do well. If you don't listen to me, and I find for one reason or another you're with them, and you make a false move, I'll kill you just like I kill them. We cool. <laughs> I was like, this is, good. I have to get the whole thing. It's, you can't cut it off anywhere because he's Excellent addressing job. both prisoners. Excellent job. Please. That's really good. But so now we get to the, obviously the main. Can I just comment on, th- sure, on that? Sure, Seagal, he ends that with, we cool. Seagal is once again being so overly casual. Oh yeah, that's everything. why I was purposely doing like the you hear and like the you cool. It's, yeah. yeah. There's a moment where he and, he and Steve kind of finally re-meet up. And they have their kind of whole squad, and they make a plan for the last third of the movie. Yeah. And Seagal is being so cavalier about the whole thing. He's like, we might have a little problem over <laughs> here. You know? I mean, he's been under siege and under siege <laughs> too, and marked for death. He's seen it all. And been in the belly of the beast, and he's been... <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> all of Seagal's characters inhibit all of his <laughs> movies that he's been through. Yeah. He's seen so much. He's, he's yeah, so what if he takes the experience <laughs> of every character in every movie and do. just gets better as a martial artist? <laughs> yeah. and I think that's what happens. Lawman. That's why he just kind of all just sighs whenever four dudes try to kill him. He's, just like, ah, he's, he's the <laughs> yeah, they talk about the the Trent Tarant at uh, the Quentin Tarantino universe. What about the Steven Seagal <laughs> oh, universe? Dude. That he is all the same character. It, it's, it, it it's is really true. Once you start watching he d- his movies. accent fluctuates too. He's way more Cajun talking uh, near the <laughs> uh, end of this. Yeah, yes. you should see him in Mark for Death. Oh, oh my man. god! But my favorite, all the one-liner does go to Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it would be after. It's like at the end when the sexy lady gets shot. Unfortunately. <laughs> And he just like looks down at her, and he's like, "God damn, which one of you motherfuckers killed my future ex-wife?" Oh, <laughs> I was <good>. like, "Yes." <laughs> it's kind of a awesome. follow-up to his hooker comment. Uh, from yeah, I mean, he liked her, man. He was into it, you know. Janitor's married. Uh, earlier, he mentioned that it was his kind of woman. So, can I mention one that you? Yeah, didn't no, see? please yeah. do. Um, I think my favorite was when Stone Cold kills Collins. Yeah, and and he like impales him on like the weightlifting <laughs> stuff, yeah, and then sure. he's like. No pain, no gain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
That's that's Imagine that's the last thing you hear <laughs> when you're dying. dying. <laughs> as you're being <laughs> impaled on a yeah. Nordic track. Yeah. <laughs> you got one, Kona? Yeah, I have one. Nice. And it was one early in the movie. I liked it because it was very foreboding and... Uh, you know, when they reboot, when I do an art house reboot of this movie, it's just going to be a slate of this quote near the beginning. An exciting life is a good way to get yourself killed, which was either said by or to the prison burrito guy. That prison burrito guy, I liked that burrito so uh, much. Yeah, it, and his uh, life was so exciting because he was smiling was. and eating a burrito. Oh, he yeah. was so happy. Yeah, dude, that so guy got... He, he didn't realize it was the At last meal really an innocent happy. bystander <laughs> would ever make. It was the Judas guy who said that, right? The yeah. kind of turncoat yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, dude who sends that? Yes. Right from the beginning, garbage. you're like, oh, this guy is bad. <laughs> like from his first appearance, you're yeah. like, oh, he's he's like, yeah. yeah, he looks so like sketchy. Oh, poor burrito guy. Yeah, that's you, man. I'm telling you. Rip yeah, yeah man. When Rip we remake piece. this movie, I have one of uh, a Flav's fave. Okay. Um, and this is when the the student of Seagal says, "Let's start blowing doors." <laughs> and we were just thinking it's like a bunch of groupies hanging out with Jim Morrison <laughs> in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's bring it to. Uh, we haven't really talked about the plot of this movie because it is under siege, essentially, or The Rock or anything like that. Oh, my also my other favorite quote was oh, you just got fuck one? that. Was fuck that. Oh, and yeah. then the guy gets <laughs> his sure. friend killed. It was a classic <laughs> twist on the, oh, I care about my buddy, so I'm going to do what the bad guy says because he has a gun to my buddy's head. Yeah, <laughs> Except yeah. I don't care about my buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the bad guy, guy does kill him. Both of you oh, yeah, shoot him. Coffees either. Well, the same thing happened at the end. Remember when the two people were hiding out <laughs> in the kitchen? <laughs> yep. And, like, it was, like, um, it was that one guy and then the lady, and, like, he was, like, holding the gun to them, and he was, like... Tell him that the you know kitchen's clear or whatever. Murray, like that. Murray, and then he like, and then he's like, no, 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 it's a trap. And what then the like he just shoots them both, and that poor lady just dies because that guy like, just. I still got burritos to make. Yeah. 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 Wait, don't shoot her. Yeah. So many burritos We're left fucking unmade. Hungry, man. We're gonna starve in here. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, Phil! I told you, man, I was hungry. Leave no burrito it. behind. Why'd you have to shoot her? <laughs> this whole movie is. An overcooked egg. So let's go to Casey oh Ryback's overcooked eggs. Goodness. Oh boy, hit that! It's a pretty good overcooked egg. It's got a little bit of hot sauce on it. Overcooked eggs. There we go. Oh, that's we, it. We right. let it finish playing. Thank you. There for I did that for you, Raj. <laughs> it wasn't so bad, was it? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't actually too bad. Yeah. No, I um, my it. overcooked. I have a few overcooked eggs, okay. um, but every cigar movie is again becoming an overcooked egg. <laughs> the plot of this movie is, um, but the kind, the style of this movie involves a lot of shitty security. Oh my god, camera footage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they would use that in fights hey. when they didn't quite have the right shot. They would cut oh. to a far away security cam shot of two blurry figures yeah. fighting. Um, and they use that for many awkward transitions. Mm. They also had kind of what looked like the clue map, oh where they yeah, would transition the, on to the, on the phone, spots. on the guy's phone, or the whatever. Yeah. I personally liked the clue map. You liked the clue map? I didn't like the POVs much like in real life, <laughs> but I did not mind the going through the tunnel thing when you saw the, like the blueprint kind of it shots. Just I liked it. I was like, oh, that's where they are now because I don't know where the fuck anybody's <laughs> been in this entire movie. Yeah, the geography <laughs> of it is. Totally. Like, is this one well, room? Did they shoot? I this didn't realize how big room? it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's cell block A through F or something like that, and they never could really tell where anybody was. And those weird security camera f- shots, it, it's always like a different number camera, right. and it never repeats. Camera 14, camera right. 23. How many fucking cameras? Did, you know. Right. Yeah. It, but they were also run on like tube TV style monitors <laughs> yes. that looked like, like Lost TV. season two yeah, bunker. Yeah, 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 it was. It's, it's in like the hatch. A yeah, edition. yeah, it's in the hatch. He's pressing buttons all day. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked when Seagal finally gets to that room and is like, Wait, "It's it's time to start hacking now. Let's shut it all down." <laughs> and then like oh, John Taffer the shuts down the whole prison. Um, my other um, egg overcooked egg would be. The shoehorned in love interest, which is this is the latest oh, shoehorn we've ever seen. Oh, when yeah. he get when Seagal gets with the sexy uh, Asian prisoner oh, at the end, oh, it, which is you know she's a similar type to a lot of his girlfriends that we've seen, um, both in nationality and the fact that she is way too young for it, <laughs> and it's that so he's a total forced. creep. 
this is the last call hookup of movie romances. Yes, you exactly. Know? <laughs> it's the cool. lights are on. Uh, you're an escaped prisoner. I guess you have no place to go. Closing so. time by Semisonic comes on the <laughs> the overheads. Um, do you get, so? This is just about kind of the cliches that we catch in the movie. What do you got? What was cliche about this movie? Yeah, oh. what could possibly have been cliche about this movie? Well, I think that the main, the reason that they were trying to take her out was she had information implanted in her skin yeah, we haven't even talked that, that was oh my God, bank right. account code numbers to $200 million of money that was just there for the taking that wouldn't be missed. Yeah. And one of the bad guys, who I, money. who I like to what call Evil mean? Greg Kinnear. Yes, um, yeah, that's was, really good. Was, I was, was thinking he was the T-1000 version of the dad from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> uh, he also looked like what I like to think of as the unblurred face of the casting couch porno guy. But um, <laughs> that's a very niche one. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, him trying to negotiate with Steven Seagal about... What are we? What are we fighting each other for? We're both ex-military, oh, even though we're both on different sides of the law. He says we're not so unalike you and I. Yes. Or <laughs> something like that. It's it's the, just the get classic to the script, Raj. Right. Yeah, yeah. Trying to negotiate in the most half-assed. Why would you trust this guy? Way. And it makes little to no sense. I got a really good one. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. That's what he says. Surprised yeah. no one's already said that. Well, I mean, the, uh, my my only other cliche because I wasn't looking at it. I was just enjoying it as a feature film. Yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> of course. Was you're that, taking on the journey. Was the, the ending of the movie where they where Seagal tells uh, Steve Austin, "Hey, you know, there's two hundred million dollars here in this flip phone that I've inserted the file." We can split it, but I've got one last job for us to do. Oh, Let's Just go meet up at this sequel. Western bar. Yeah, sets up a sequel, but like, also, why would you agree to do that one last job? You have a hundred million dollars. Right. What are they? How many do? pickup trucks do you need to buy? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How many Budweisers do you need? Need them all. I guess he's drinking them two at a time, smashing them together too. Yeah. That last scene show. was like the end of Ocean's Eleven, just like the like, <laughs> hey buddy, we just went through some shit kind of scene. Yeah. And, th and yeah, and the, the the Asian prisoner is waiting at the car for Seagal. Oh, it's mm. brutal. And you're like, well, I hope she's not driving. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what everyone was thinking. Right? Raj, oh what's your egg? <laughs> My egg is the black. The black. He's dressed in all black. The black. Oh, Come yeah. on. Even when he has his outfit change, it's still. Are you talking about the black sight? What are you talking everything about? Everything is. He's got the black <laughs> shirt, the black pants, probably black shoes and socks. His as well. uniform at the beginning is okay. very quizzical. He's even wearing shades to try and make his vision more dark. <laughs> yes, <It's> definitely. <laughs> so it's just in every single movie, he's always wearing black. Okay, like see, but the way that you phrase that, okay, very odd. Very I didn't know you were talking about no him wearing we all black. We all thought you were talking a big about inhale. Yes, yeah, I we thought you were. Like, I thought you got a, you got in trouble the last episode for things, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were Wait, talking about I? the guy that Steven Seagal fights in the beginning. Uh, that's that's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah. the you go. Oh, the mine was the the black, <laughs> and I'm glad that it wasn't like, the Kimbo Slice. The gentleman. black he was wearing. That just shows. All that was a cliche <laughs> character. <laughs> Your mind's Exactly. Raj pointed out the flaws in all of us. Yeah. Exactly. Good job. No, no, no. Smitty, you got an overcooked <laughs> egg, buddy. Uh, the credit sequence. Yeah. Credit sequence uh, montage oh, with, with black and white. Of um, photos that aren't it just it was like, like fire down below it, it was like pistol every whips. fucking one almost um, but it didn't make I couldn't figure out what was going on no really no not that. at all but well, like basically they showed the whole like transfer of the, the female prisoners into maybe the new that was to reflect like that. That, that that female prisoner didn't know what was going on with that chip in her yeah. because her FBI informant friends so um, the credits and then also just Whispers, 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 whispers. Yeah, I'm whispers, guessing most whispers. of the people that saw this the after they got home from Walmart that day didn't have the <laughs> script in front of them <laughs> yeah. to, like, to read along <laughs> with. <laughs> really somebody nice made this it. script. I I mean, somebody wrote it. Shout out to the guy who wrote out the transcript. Yeah, is there a credit in the end? Is there just Shout out to all those an close email captioning people. I'm just going to PayPal in the lump sum. Shout out to the composer of this movie for putting the Macarena in all the... 
<laughs> intense action sequences. I loved it. We were all I doing the Macarena it. during. This I movie. thought it was great. It was great. Uh, speaking, it wasn't quite a dance, but every time that uh, Steve Austin was running away from gunfire, <laughs> yeah. it just looked like he was slightly jogging. Yeah, he was so like casual. shuffling away. Yeah, I feel like his knees are probably so bad. I bet he can't run. And for the, I mean, I know you guys. You only have a combat expert. You don't have a gunfire expert. Mm-hmm. But when they were having some of those machine gun shootouts, especially from the elite squad that was brought in, they were standing pretty much just straight up. They yeah. weren't being elusive or moving around also that the much. Also, the way Seagal was holding his gun in that scene, it was like the butt end was like on top of his shoulder. <laughs> it, it wasn't was a like, bazooka. It wasn't like put into his... He his was armpit. He was threatening was like those guys. I had no idea what he was doing. I was like, "Do you? Do you? Oh my goodness!" <laughs> um, I really in the scene where the prisoners are let loose and Seagal dispatches them. Ultimately, he did. You guys notice that he killed for the cycle? <laughs> he shot a guy. He stabbed a guy, and he snapped a neck. Oh, oh wow! Nice. It was pretty great. That, that might be a thing we have to look out for now. It's, what it's, is oh, stabbing the, cycle. the triple? What's the triple What's in the, the cycle? In that? No, there'll be four because there'd be a home oh, run too, yeah. a okay. single double. And then he bangs the, 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 <laughs> yeah, he bangs the, hot, chick. the hot chick at the end. The Asian okay. lady at the <laughs> yes. end, whichever <laughs> Asian lady it will run. be. That's yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, this movie was fun, but it was it was the exact same thing that we've seen many a time. Although no religious component really. really from oh Seagal. yeah, that's a good point. Um, there was kind of a code of honor thing, but he was just. They were telling him his lines 30 seconds before he said them. I got the, the impression <laughs> oh, of that sure. in this movie. And again, he wasn't really near anybody else. In the end, he defeats um, Reverend Camond, Cameron <laughs> Camden, a.k.a. Greg Kinnear. I thought he kind of looked a little bit like Ray Liotta, too. Okay, yeah, I can a little bit of Ray Liotta. Mixed with sure. Greg Kinnear, maybe. Um, the he looks like MMA referee Kevin McDonald as well. <laughs> Everybody Fair. kind of fights their counterpart at the end, and there's a lot of counterparts. Yeah, the two prisoners fight. Yep. The good That's prisoner right. Right. and the other one who also Stone Cold's future ex-wife right. who, who beats the shit out of a lot of people, including the would-be mm-hmm. the black with the, with the head. <laughs> I call her Hacksaw Jane Duggan. Yeah. She, beats <laughs> with the, with the, she beats the shit out of Stone Cold, too, and he says, my kind of fucking woman. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't know that she's bad. He just thinks that she's... Yeah, just what is his reaction? She's there just be a one prisoner. Of greater urgency. Mm-hmm. It's very calm about the whole thing. Damn, woman beat me in the head. But yeah. <laughs> he learned from Seagal. <laughs> from the best. So we have Cross versus uh, Greg Kinnear. We have uh, Cross's student against kind of the evil secure the evil guard mm-hmm. who flipped on people. Yep. Um, Manning defeats Collins with the uh, Poflex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Nordic track Bowflex. And the prisoner faces off with the prisoner. It's like the perfect. We've set up all these characters. They're gonna face off with each other. Yep. All the good guys win, and the bad guy also off basically tells Seagal about an extra two hundred million dollars that nobody's ever gonna miss. Mm-hmm. So, which was a weird thing because Seagal's thing, his one character trait seemed to be honor or something like that. So it was weird at the end when Seagal does wind up taking that money and he's like, "Hey, Stone Cold." Here's a hundred million bucks for you. Let's keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we also wait? The guy who gave him the money, Evil Greg Kinnear, he died via laser doorway, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like That's explosion. Right. He has a trip yeah. mine. Yeah. That's like it was lasers. Yeah, right? laser trip mine. Oh, this geez. whole thing felt like I was playing Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> or being <laughs> yeah, right? Probably like yeah. Proxies <laughs> in the facility. Exactly. <laughs> or it's probably like more like Call of Duty or something like yeah. that. But I bet it was. <laughs> it's very video game <coughs> kind of oriented. Do you guys have a, an alternate ending to this? Do you guys want to go to the island? Take us there, Smitty. Let's take the train to the island. The island. The island of alternate, of alternate endings. All right. My alternate <laughs> Welcome back, brother. Welcome okay. back. It's me, Screwface from Mark Welcome, Days. welcome, brothers. <laughs> Oh, and who is this man over here? <laughs> this bearded gentleman you got over here. <laughs> Welcome to the island, nice brother. That's Screwface's twin. State your name, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are we reintroducing me? <laughs> um, 
My alternate ending, we've kind of been talking about it, but just that Seagal's missing again for the first half an hour because he's running errands. Yeah. My version of this movie... Driving and talking on the phone. Is that, yeah, he's driving and talking on the phone. Or the walkie-talkie. The old Seagal do before. Yeah, this movie should have been called Walkie-Talkies and Screens. Um... (laughs) But uh, my version of the movie is he just never comes back. He just uh, keeps running errands. <laughs> yeah, he keeps running errands or gets yeah. up like a flat tire and has to call AAA oh, or something mind. like that. Um, or he, you know, he gets stuck at Wendy's in the drive-thru. He, yeah. he can't stop ordering. Exactly or they give saying. him the wrong order and he goes back. And then he goes and gets a haircut. Yeah. And all this kind of time, mine Stone Cold gonna, is... Uh, was, yeah, mine was going to be that he gets soggy nugs. And he's like, what? Steven, I'm having some trouble down here at the like, prison. Yeah, me too. They gave me soggy ass nugs. But Steven, that's really not a big problem right now, man. I'm already on my way back. <laughs> Steven, Peter, are, you, are you stopping for a haircut? <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a better version of the movie. It basically that is P Bear and the Brown Man. <laughs> yeah. So did I steal your alternate ending? Uh, yeah. The ending of this movie is like something that we would come up with. Where they take the bad guy's money and decide to go off, but also decide to do another mission. do more adventures that aren't planned in any of the upcoming movies. A ton of sense. Uh, Yeah, setting up a sequel that I don't think many people want. (laughs) Yeah, care about, yeah. Give us the oldest guys who can't move. It's kind of like Avatar 2. Why? And 3 and 4. Wait. There's more Avatars? Yeah. What? James Cameron's doing all of them, too. Jesus Christ. That's well, not the director of this. Well, my only <laughs> thing, and I this is my alternate abrupt ending because I have to go. I thought, but um, th- I think that the evil lady prisoner doesn't die, and then uh, Stone Cold marries her. <laughs> 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 nice, I like that. And, and they have a ton of kids and get divorced. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and then he kills her in an argument. <laughs> my, <laughs> sorry, the too dark. Okay. My alternate ending is that. Stone Cold realizes that Garbage Boy is full of shit, gives him a Stone Cold stunner, and then blows up the garbage truck. So the, 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 the so whole basically plan is thwarted. The whole movie doesn't happen. Does he recognize <laughs> hey Troy Trojan horse horse? Yeah, he's he's actually he, he's actually kind of a um, book smart kind of guy. I remember so he recognizes from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so that's my alternate ending. That's pretty good stuff. Um, Kona, you got to run. So you have yeah, anything you want to plug in particular? No, it's okay, man. No, just the MMAniacs podcast and, uh, oh, Roast Battle. It, it's uh, happening. Just hit up Roast Battle Mass on Twitter or find me. And uh, I'm, we might have uh, Mr. McGee doing some sound effects. Oh, fantastic. Punch, nice. Punches nice. for it. So. Van Buren's bass player, Mr. Yeah. McGee. So nice. so so look for that. But yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for yeah. being on you the show. Twitter, yeah, you got Twitter, Twitter, yeah, Facebook, Twitter at Matt Kona, and uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah, the same thing too. <laughs> nice. And nice. if anyone wants, I'll send you my script notes from this movie. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Oh, an envelope. They're pretty insane looking. That's <laughs> a hot <laughs> item right there. <laughs> hot item. Well, so. thanks for right, being thanks here, man. Really appreciate it. Oh yeah, that was fun. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I'm uh, sure I- I- if you'd be down, no pain, we'd love no to game. have you back for a second one. So. All right, yeah, for $100 million. Yeah, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Cutter. Have you, a good Donna. one, man. All right, so we're this wrapping up here on Seriously Seagal. I think we yep. just uh, we had a good time today. This was yeah, eighth episode. Solid. This is our eighth episode. It's definitely not the worst one. It's nope. somewhere in the But in I'm the excited for where we're going for number nine. Why? What do we got for? Why? Five? Where well, are we going? Give you, let me give you cast members here. We've got... Eva Mendez. Ooh. Ooh. Tom Arnold. Ooh. Michael J. Watt. <gasps> oh. DMX. Yes. What? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Anderson. I mean, the list goes on. Isaiah Anthony Washington. Anderson? Yeah. It's, okay. It's nuts. Oh, this one's going to be a Orin Boyd. Movie. Let, me re- let me restate that. Orin Boyd. That's, That's his name. O R I N. That's his name. A tough cop in an inner city precinct. Discovers a web of dirty cops and corruption. Exit Wounds, yes. 2001. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be I remember great. seeing this trailer on TV uh, so many oh, times. Hey, yo, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> is Steven going to be talking like DMX in this movie? It's We're be about to find trouble. out, dude. I hope so. Steve, where uh, are my dogs at? Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, well, hope you guys had fun today. This was a fun episode. Thanks again to Matt Kona for coming. Check Thanks, us out Kona. at Seriously Seagal on Twitter and on Facebook, Seriously Seagal. 
thanks for listening. We had a lot of fun with this one. Check out Exit Wounds 2001. We'll catch you next time. This has been P-Bear. This is the flavor. Mr. Smitty. And this is Seriously Seagal. A lot of people talk about police corruption, but no one ever sees it. This was taken from the property vault just a few minutes ago. Our guys inside said it took about 50 kilos of heroin. Whew. Someone's having a big party tonight. Stolen drugs, crooked cops. Price is five million. I think that's a nice round figure. You in? Makes you think. Are all cops bad? I don't think so. Having a tough time? Look, you gotta get in and out quick. I'm an expert at this. I can do that in a blink of an eye. Well, why don't you show us? Watch. Sometimes things aren't what they seem. Yo! This is it. The cheapest car we have here is $75,000. I suggest that... I suggest you get started on the paperwork. Sometimes you have to go undercover. You used to work for Internal Affairs. But of all the people around you, how'd you know who you could trust? To bring justice to the law. They're all dirty, but I need your help to prove it. Promise that I would always be my brother's keeper. I keep my promises. Sometimes you have to walk in the darkness to bring the truth to light. Ain't no sunshine in this Only darkness every day. Ain't no sunshine when it's on. When it's on, you know to be gone every time. Cause we don't It ain't no sunshine when the dark man comes out. And I want mine, so I plan to keep my gun out. We got four nines, four running and run out. But I bust mine, cause I'd like to hear some shout. Get at me, dog. <laughs>